Before we get into today's episode, I just want to remind you guys that, as always, this episode is brought to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space. So you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply to be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. If you haven't done that already and you're a small podcaster, you're just losing money every single week. That's all it really is to it. But on today's episode, we have a lot of Nintendo Direct leaks, not confirmed at all, and Nintendo Switch Pro news. We even talk about if Directs are even legit, courtesy of Gavin Lee and Nintendo Life. He left a soapbox while we were recording. And we talked about the Monster Hunter Rise demo. So... A lot of neat stuff on this episode. Spread the word. Use the links down below. Hope you guys enjoy as all. Everybody, welcome back to another Switch It Up podcast, season two, episode twenty-two. A lot of twos in that one today. Uh, my name is Tyler, joined as always by my co-host Colby. Colby, how are you doing on this fine Monday afternoon? I'm doing all right. There's not much to report on. You know, both of us are just kind of in the waning days of inevitability when it comes to us returning to school. I am virtual the first two weeks, so I will be home for that. But other than that, not much to report. I guess I'll get this out of the way right now. Uh, the Nuzlocke's officially dead as of now. And I'm taking an indefinite uh, uh, I, break. An indefinite hiatus. An indefinite hiatus. It's just too stressful for me right now. And yeah, other than that, just playing some uh, casual Smash. Monster Hunter Rise demo came out earlier this week. We'll talk about that. But no, that's really all I got to report on. Nothing much else is going on. What about you? Uh, Well, that's a very dramatic way of putting how we're waiting for the semester to start uh but i am i i can't say you're wrong uh i am going to be fully online at least as far as i know for this coming semester saves a lot of money which is good uh but you know i i feel like i was able to adapt well to to the virtual uh stuff from last from last year and my major kind of uh helps it run smoother because i'm a cyber major so everything's pretty much online anyway so kind of waiting in anticipation for that uh as far as games go i'm still uh leeching off my brother's series x uh playing a lot of competitive shooters still overwatch rainbow six uh apex legends and titanfall i've i found a group of uh, guys to uh who kind of rotate those games so i've been i've been having some fun there uh, I've taken a break from the Nuzlocke as well because I'm scared to continue after hearing your stories. Uh, I completed Kirby Star Allies uh, in the time. I, 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 I that was last. That might have been last week. That right? might have been last week. Sorry, my memory is failing me. But 
Uh, other than that, there are a few games. Uh, again, Monster Hunter Rise demo came out, which we will talk about soon. And uh, another uh, game that we uh, that has found my way into my possession that I would like to talk about later as well. But yeah, without further ado, we'll get into the the topics we have for the day. I mean, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the Monster Hunter Rise demo? I mean, that is the uh, biggest gaming news probably of the last week. All right, yeah, we'll start with the Monster Hunter Rise demo. Yeah, so what did you think? Monster Hunter Rise demo obviously not coming out for a little little bit. Yeah, I think March is the release date for that. Yeah. Technically, technically two games coming out in the Monster Hunter series. Right. So you are a fan of said series. So what did you think? Well, I guess we'll go. We'll travel back a little bit. Uh, there was a Monster Hunter, I guess, direct, you could call it. And even though yeah. it wasn't like a Nintendo thing, it was by Monster Hunter. Uh where they were going to talk about the game, I decided not to actually tune into that because, you know, I kind of want to limit the exposure that I have to this game a little bit uh, so I can be a bit more surprised when I uh, go into it because I feel like that would be a unique stance to go into this game with, someone who is a fan of the series but doesn't exactly know what to expect. Uh, but boy, I had to I had to do my homework because I learned that there was a demo that released and I didn't even know until a day later, so... Uh, I've lost a day on it, but I've been I've been playing it a little bit. Uh, it's uh, it was it was good to be back in in Monster Hunter. It was good to be in a new setting. It's a, <laughs> but it's also in many ways very different from the world, Monster Hunter world that I know. Uh, the controls especially have probably been the biggest difficulty. Uh, more than any new monster or anything like that, the controls have been what have been screwing me up because uh, they're pretty different from... They're not too different, but they're different enough to where like, I have to constantly look down at my controller to make sure I'm pressing the right buttons uh, to do my combos, and even to sprint uh, is different. So, But uh, the game looks good. Uh, it runs well. So far, I haven't really encountered many issues besides some... Uh, monsters kind of sliding along the ground sometimes where they shouldn't be. But I think that may just be uh, a byproduct of online. Could be lag. Mm -hmm. So could be out of their control. Because in case you didn't know, the demo is uh, multiplayer as well. So if you and a friend have the demo, you can play it together. Or if if you you can just go online and matchmake on the demo to get into lobbies, which which is pretty great. Like, Monster Hunter is very much multiplayer like multiplayer is such a huge part of it uh i'd I'd argue it's probably the main draw of the game is hunting with uh a full squad of people uh going up against a monster so it was good to see that they uh, allowed us the opportunity to to see that in the demo uh the demo does a good job of teaching returning players the new stuff but not necessarily teaching new players everything else you know, I agree. With like, that. There is no like weapon tutorial for each single weapon in this demo. You'll be fine if you've played the Monster Hunter series before. There haven't been too many changes to the weapons, except for some key ones, some smaller changes. Like I know the hunting horn was reworked a lot. Uh, and there's some people who are uh, kind of on either side of the fence for that. But yeah, they teach you the new things like... Uh, you know, basic movement controls, uh, the new monster riding mechanic, which I'm excited for, uh, which replaces traditional mounting that we've seen in past past games, uh, and the wire bug as well. 
uh, as well as kind of giving you an introduction to how the uh, the endemic life system works, uh, where you can collect uh, buffs from around the map, uh, which kind of, it seems like people have made, like, it seems like an incentive to explore the map a little bit on your way to find the monster, where you can, if you know there are specific animals that give you certain buffs in this route, you'll take that route and then kind of weave your way to the monster. Because I've seen some people... Uh, the the main consensus on how you get around, or at least how I've seen in the demo, is people are using the new uh, Palamutes, the new uh, rideable mounts to get around since it's super fast. But I've seen people just ditch them all together, get on a wire bug, and just wall run their way up a goddamn mountain and get to the monster miles before me. So uh, lots to learn about the movement system, but uh, the game does a good job of kind of showing you how they work. Yeah. Uh, so that's enough for the tutorial stuff. Uh, the two There are two main missions in this demo. Uh, a beginner level and an intermediate level. Beginner, you fight a great uh, Izuchi, I believe it's called. And in the intermediate, you, play, you fight a Mizutsune, I think it is called. Uh, I actually have not done the beginner one because all the online lobbies are doing the intermediate one. So I just decided to hop in and into the deep end and see where I land. Uh, so far, really fun. Like I, it, The demo has done its job. It's made me really excited for... Uh, Monster Hunter, uh, for Monster Hunter to come to the Switch. Uh, they give you preset, based on what weapon you pick for that mission, they will give you preset armor and items for it. So, um, obviously, in the main game, you will get to, you know, customize uh, a bit more. It's not like a traditional class-based thing. But uh, I was rocking the Sword and Shield, personally, because that is a weapon that I use at the tail end of World that I kind of want to uh, expand upon in this game, but I'm excited to try out my old mains like the Insect Glaive and the uh, the Switch Axe and the Great Sword and uh, all that. So uh, the overall impressions are good. Uh, you also have this is a limited time demo also, so if you want to get in on it, I would recommend doing it now. I believe it's available till the either the end of January or like the close to the end of January. I, I don't know yeah. exactly when it ends, but. Uh, and you also only have, you can also only do 30 quests, or you can try the quest 30 times. The tutorial missions don't count, but you can only go into the main monster hunting missions 30 times. So you have a, a limited amount of tries to do so, which I think is kind of weird considering they already have it as a limited time mode. Like it's only available until a certain time, so I don't see the reason to limit the amount of quests that they can, that the that your players can go on, but hey, I'm no game designer or business executive, so what do I know? But uh, wrapping up my thoughts on that, super cool demo, really good first impressions without giving too much away, uh, giving me an early example of how the movement works has been great, and I'm excited to try and uh, experiment a little more. People have already on Twitter shown some fucking crazy stuff, uh, like with some weapons... You can literally just fly. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see if anything is, is patched out uh, in the final uh, version of the game coming out in a, in a few months. But uh, I my hype is at an all-time high. So I'm hoping to try and get Colby to play a little bit uh, at some point. Uh, but, you know, we shall see. The demo is available till February 1st. It expires oh, okay. 1st. So you have, you have a little bit of time if you are contemplating it, but a little under three weeks, so might want to get on that action right away. I can't really add much to what you said. I did play a little bit of it, and I do agree with that 
you're kind of on your own if you're a new player as far as experimenting with what you like and dislike. And, you know, I guess that's kind of the point of a demo, but also it would be nice if it just shows you, like, hey, uh, this is the weapon's disadvantages, advantages, like why you'd use this, this, and that, and the other. Yeah. But I agree with you. I think it looks good. The aesthetic is pleasing. I'm really happy this game's coming to the Switch. I just think that they didn't show too much. The two missions in all tutorials are, I feel like, a good blend of just a, just the right amount for what they wanted to show and what they wanted to tell us. But yeah, other than that, I can't really add on to much what you said. It's, I think, March 26th the release is the release date. So, yes, little over two months yet, but definitely a game that is on a lot of people's radars, and it should be. Can't come soon enough, but uh, what, what weapon did you? I'm curious. Like, what weapon? Did just you sword, pick just up? the sword to start. The great sword, the big, yeah. the big boy. Yeah, I'm, right. just, I'm like, you know what? Let's just let's just tackle this with this great giant sword. And I'm like, all right, well, we'll see if I we'll see if I pick up any other ones along the way. Yeah, we'll we'll let you know on Twitter if Colby and I are able to uh <laughs> to beat to beat the some of the missions in the meantime, but. Uh, yeah, I think that that's all I have on the Monster Hunter demo. Yeah, not much, but just just our thoughts and a brief little synopsis of what we thought. Yeah. All right, Tyler, it's that time of the year again where, well, it's that time of uh, probably the day again. This happens every day. Um, Let's say is it speculation time? It is. Uh, it is direct leak time. Ah, uh, of course. Don't oh, you? Oh, I, I remember this. I remember this. Okay. It is direct leak time. So there's been a lot of good direct leaks. A lot of good ones. Yeah. I had to screenshot this one because it might be my favorite. So, in, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, this direct is allegedly again fake direct. Uh, this February second or February fourth of this year, excuse me. Um, we're gonna kick it off right away with Nintendo Switch Pro, which is actually called Nintendo Switch Nova, which is slated for summer 2021 with an upscaled 4K, a dock Pro, mini LED, and then some other aesthetics for you know the graphics and frame rate and all that stuff and we will get into there has been some switch pro we're calling that right now switch pro details that were data mined so we will get into that but here are all the titles again just one direct that are slated to come out in this fake direct so little nightmares 2 which is a puzzle platform by by bandai namco super mario 3d world plus bowser fury which we know is coming yes persona 5 strikers again we know that's coming Bravely Default 2, no, that's coming. Monster Hunter Rise, no, that's coming. Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles X Definitive Edition, which I have not heard anything about, and yeah. apparently it's supposed to come out in two months. Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin, I think that we've also is confirmed. That's June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Splatoon 3, no. no. Absolutely fucking not. No More Heroes 3, Slave for Summer 2021. I think we know if that's coming. Yeah, we know that's coming. I, yeah. don't, I don't think we had a release date, though. So that's realistic. And then right in the middle, we're going to do the Zelda Triforce collection. doesn't say what games are going to be in it, but just it's a collection coming in summer of 2021. Zelda 35th is officially next month, so we can be getting some news pretty soon on that. Right. Metroid Resurgence, so a port coming in summer 2021. Resurgence? I don't think that's a port. Just a new game? Yeah, I don't. There's not a Metroid Resurgence. That would be like a. I feel like that would be a spinoff because I think later on. In oh the yeah. Screenshot, they do say something about Metroid Prime Four. So. Yeah. So that would. My apologies, but yeah, that is slated for summer 2021. Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming to the Switch apparently. Um, in summer <laughs> 2021, your Switch I will hope, explode. I I, I, I really say, hope. 
I really hope. Of all, I I put on Twitter. I think I'd give three years of my life for this to be real. Like if I'm living to a hundred, I'll take ninety seven. So <laughs> yeah, I would love if Final Fantasy VII Remake came to the Switch, but I don't know how it's going to run it. So we'll see there. I ha- I was good is the answer this, to that question. Yeah, I did go online and like looked up like how could this be possible, and they're like, well, it'd have to be digital only, so they could do this, that, and the other. I'm like, okay, so not going to happen. But yeah. Hollow Knight Silk Song slated for August 2021, a game we've heard nothing about since the title got released. Right. Grand Theft Auto V Premium Edition from Rockstar Games coming September 2021. Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, October 2021. And then Shin Megami Sensei 5, which we do know is coming October 2021. And it's going to end with The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel slated for the holidays. And we're apparently, this is the best part, Going to get a look at Metroid Prime 4, which I still don't know if there's a line of code written for that game. <laughs> was there not Was there not an Odyssey 2 in there? I there's, not Odyssey, I saw... there's no Odyssey 2 in here. I have seen that, though, in other direct leaks. So, so I don't believe that. For, I don't believe any of this for one second. No, besides the titles we know we're getting, I don't believe any of this. Like, these are all, all every single one of those games is a, a pretty big ticket game. Like there's no like they don't they don't go into any there are no like I'm going to say filler and that's going to sound like an insult but there are no like lower tier games you know what I mean These are all AAA Like these are all like big boy games AAA you know? and then you have probably the biggest one of the biggest indie games out there Yeah like some small like I feel like a one direct is not going to encompass all of that because some of these games I feel like they would need their own direct yeah. you know what I mean uh, and the leakers don't specify any smaller announcements or anything like that. So if we're led to believe this is all in one direct and they just left the smaller announcements out, that could mean that there would be even more stuff in this one direct. How long are directs? Like a half hour? That would take three hours to get through. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's that's just too unrealistic for me. Be great if it happened. It would blow every other direct out of the water, probably. It would. But, the Switch would win twenty twenty one if that direct's real. Like in in February, in the second month of twenty twenty one, it would win. But yeah, it'd be over. I I just don't see that happening, personally. Well, speaking of directs, there is some kind of hope. I'm not gonna say a lot because it's been it's been almost I think it's almost a year and a half since we had like a real direct. Yeah. So apparently this there's a report on Nintendo Life that said Nintendo's direct archive appears to have been updated. And it's according to and according to a post over the gaming leaks and rumors on a subreddit, there might be hope on the horizon. With the assistance of VizioSpark, a website that's able to monitor when other websites were last updated, it's been discovered that the Nintendo Direct Archives was modified on multiple occasions last week. Okay. In saying this, it could just easily be a false flag. As another post in the same thread points out, the page just seems to be regularly updated. Who really even knows at this point, honestly? Like, yeah. I would if if they just wrote code to control alt delete directs, and that was the update. I, I'd be I'd be expecting that more than I would be an actual direct coming. There's no right. more Nintendo directs. Like they're almost dead. They're on the brink of dying. Yeah, they. I mean, just when they were starting to really ramp up the kind of the virus hit and then they couldn't really do them on the same scale anymore Mm -hmm. i still feel like it's a good system and i feel like since nintendo's been doing it other businesses have been replicating it as well yes uh but i don't feel like i don't feel like they're 
I don't feel like they should die. I feel like it's a it's a good from from a business and consumer perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, I am aware. So I like, I I don't know. I don't know either. It's there's been announcements like Paper Mario: The Origami King just got dropped out of the sky. Yeah, no one even knew. Yeah, Hyrule Warriors, same thing. I think. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just fell out of the sky. The Mario 35th was, I think there was some, there was a, an there was a specific this is direct coming. for the 35th yeah. uh, anniversary. Yeah. And so I'm assuming that'll be the same thing with Zelda. And other than that, I, there's been Nintendo direct partner, there's been partner directs where they, they've been heavy on those with the indie games. Yeah. Indie there's World. been, there's been minis, there's been Pokemon directs, but there hasn't been what we know as a traditional direct where they show off a bunch of games that are coming to the platforms and maybe even more news outside of that. I don't know how. I don't know when the next one's going to be. I assume it's going to be Zelda. That's going to be their next big yeah. like presentation thing. But past that, I really don't know. And a lot of people are expecting this to be a huge year for Nintendo. Like Breath of the, the Zelda 35, Pokemon 25. We talked about it all last episode. Yeah, we talked about all that anniversary last episode. If you want to check that out. Yeah, and even then, with the Switch Pro details. They, Nintendo's asking the devs to make their games in 4K, probably for the Switch Pro. So even then, like maybe third-party games could be coming over. Like who knows? Maybe one day Final Fantasy VII Remake is on the Switch because its exclusivity on PlayStation runs out in April, I think. So right, I mean, right. Obviously, it'd be awesome if a direct was coming soon because it has been a while since. Actually, I'm gonna go look up. When was the last like major Nintendo broadcast? It probably was the 35th anniversary one. The day that we log on to Twitter and we see Nintendo Direct coming this like just direct coming this day, the world is going to be saved. That might break Twitter, like Steve did. To be honest, yeah, honestly, it I, might. That's that's an over exaggeration, but it would it would be a big splash. So the the grand return of real dir- of like real directs direct. their former glory. That'd be crazy. So here we go. We're gonna take a look at their most popular. So we had. 35th was four months ago. God, that feels like... Yeah, that doesn't feel it. Yeah. So four months ago, that is their biggest up-to-date. Let's see. Sequel to Breath of the Wild was a long time ago. We have Sonic Mania, their ninth biggest video. (laughs) But yeah, no, it looks like it's just... I wouldn't even like the Sephiroth announcement was what two minutes, so I wouldn't count that as a real big announcement. So it's been yeah. four months since we've gotten like a major big time thing, and then I don't, I don't even know when it was the last Nintendo Direct. Good grief! <laughs> I'll look that up now. So yeah. again, it would be I awesome mean, if this stuff was true, but yeah, we, I, I think directs need to be confirmed to be alive. Yeah, I think you're right though that the next big thing that's coming is going to be Zelda. Uh, I feel like. That try if anything's realistic out of that uh, hodgepodge of of <laughs> game titles there, Triforce Collection could be good. Um, yeah, because I don't think they're gonna do the whole direct about Breath of the Wild too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they did, I'd be totally fine with that. I'd probably Me even too. want that more. But uh, you know, I'm sure they're gonna do other things. Like for Mario 35, they did a whole bunch of stuff. Like there were a bunch of things in there from you know uh, Mario uh, 35. What was it? It was like the the Battle Royale Mario game. Yeah. Uh, as well as all the merch drops and Mario Kart Tour, I think, was also. Or the Mario Kart like Home Tour was mm-hmm. revealed there as well, as well as the 3D collection. So 
if they're doing a similar format with Zelda, I feel like we could be in for some for a, a pretty big wealth of content. But uh, you know, next so, month. Right. I forgot. I forgot to mention they did have the Super Nintendo World Direct, which was 15 minutes, but that wasn't on games. So yeah, yeah we're not yeah. counting that either. The last Nintendo Direct was September 4th, 2009, or 2019. Excuse me. Oh Jesus, 2019. <laughs> yeah. I was about to My brain kind of. Holy shit! It's been 11 years now. No. 11 years? <laughs> no, it's been 3,000 years. It's no, been it's 3,000 years. <laughs> September 4th, 2019 was the last Direct because the first okay. comment said, "So this is what an actual Direct looks like." Yeah, I see. It was 38 minutes, so oh. a lot of time, but again, who even knows if directs are a thing anymore? Yeah, it, I mean, to that scale, maybe there, maybe the age of that is already long gone. It was cut short before it really reached its, what it could be, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think it did kind of reach its its prime, but then it was immediately too. cut short by the, the virus. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know, it could be the age of, you know, just small announcements again. I feel like one day they will return, you know, when the world needed them most, they vanished. But I feel like he will return, uh, or they will return one day. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about real quick, okay, uh, kind of going back to that leak. I think another thing that gives away that it's definitely not real is the name of the Switch Pro. Because I don't feel it's like that's name. something that... It's a, it's a good name. name, but it's more like a project name, you know what yeah. I mean? Like an in, like an internal name for the for the Switch Pro, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's not what Nintendo would name. That's, no, that yeah, that's like that's like a that's like a code name. Like when they name a console, like the the, the Nintendo. Yeah, because I think it was like Project Scarlet was the Series X. Yeah. Code name. Like I feel like that'd be a code name. Maybe that is. Maybe the leaker was like, "Oh, I found the code name," and he just thought it was the real name. Mm-hmm. But. That's something that could be pointing towards, like you know, this this isn't real because I feel like because for God's sake, they named they Nintendo named one of their DS models the new 3DS, like that was it. Yeah, Project Nova definitely sounds more uh, feasible than Nintendo Switch Nova. Yeah, but well, like like I said, it, it could be I could be totally wrong on that, but I just that was just something that kind of caught me as like I'm not sure if Nintendo would. That doesn't seem like Nintendo's MO to just name it like that. No. But, uh, you know, that's very minimal as opposed to Breath of the Wild 2 and Metroid Prime 4 and literally every other giant franchise yeah. game in there. Yeah. And Final Fantasy, because I don't want my Switch to turn into a nuclear meltdown machine. Might be worth it, though. <laughs> it might be worth burning your hands off. Well, speaking of a uh, new Switch model and this Nintendo, we'll, we'll call it Nova because I do like that name. So we'll yeah, that, that, I mean, it's a cool name. Yeah, so Nintendo. So Nintendo Switch Nova, Nintendo Switch Pro, whatever you want to call it. There were data mine details. Now, take this for what it's take it for what it's worth. But I saw it, so I'm like, I think I should write this down. So some of the things that were in that fake direct were true. The there is rumored to be output. A 4K ultra ultra high definition is so we're going from I think it was I don't even know what this like this not frame yeah 1080p to 4K in dock anyway so yeah has a has a better battery but the big oh we know it was here, 720p it was 720 720p to 4K pretty big jump that's so so we have better battery but here's the kicker it's bigger okay so bigger battery. I mean, I feel like it wouldn't have. It would needed to be. I guess it needs to be bigger if they're gonna put all this stuff in it, you know. 
the handheld is 1080p. It runs at 1080p. So right. and it'll be it won't be mini LED, but it will be OLED, which is organic light emitting diodes. Not hmm. I, I have no idea what that means, but I don't know. I have no idea what that means either. But and the last awesome. detail it has substantially better battery cooling and just a battery in general it has more longevity. So I think the biggest takeaway here is the bigger battery because I think that means that we're getting a bigger switch. Unless they do some manufacturing mastery. Because I think the I think the Switch um, Lite is smaller than the actual Nintendo Switch. It is. Yeah, it can't be docked. Yeah. So, so does that mean that we need like a separate dock if we buy this? Then I would think. I, would, I would think I would think it's just like it, it would be packaged just like the original Nintendo Switch, but you just get better everything. Yeah. I would assume Nintendo Switch controllers and games are work with it, but as far as yeah. like docks and all the other stuff, I think you would need new stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure I would need a Switch Pro even with all that stuff. Uh, the Switch right now serves me perfectly well. Uh, but it it would be interesting to see how far Nintendo can take this concept, you know, because, you know, all these other consoles are touting their uh, 4K and, you know, similar uh, features to what the yeah. Switch Pro features allegedly are. But, you know, this is going to be on a on a handheld device that's like half the size, if mm-hmm. if even smaller than some than those consoles on the market right now. So, yeah. And it has all the, you know, it has the portability. It has all the the nuances that Nintendo had envisioned for it from the start. And now they're going to try and, or it seems like they might try to add those other features in anyway. Because for the Switch, it seems like they had to sacrifice, you know, the 4K and all the, you know, the more high quality features of it. But now it seems like they might be trying to add it back anyway. So I'm interested to see if they can pull it off. If this all turns out to be true, I'm going to be very interested to see you know how it sells what people think of it if it really lives up to all that if it can handle all those upgrades so you mean you brought, you brought up a good point with the with the um, xbox and playstation the other big players i think nintendo's the only real player in both the handheld game and the motion control game at this point because or well, i guess playstation is virtual reality but that's different than both of that's, that's different than both of those but yeah yeah they both tried. They had the PS Vita. They had the Kinect. They tried the whole motion control and handheld thing. They just couldn't do it as good as Nintendo. So they're like, all right, well, we're just going to punt on this and make these beast consoles. That yeah. can just, It's basically like you're watching a movie like in the theater as you're playing the game. Mm-hmm. And while Nintendo still thrives in the handheld and the motion controls, they're punting on mobile games, I think, which is kind of shocking. From what I've read, that they are just done like with the mobile game thing because it's not really working out in their favor. Yeah. Masters, Masters, and Heroes, I think, are their two biggest mobile games, and maybe Mario Kart. I mean, and Go, right? Like Go. Has oh yeah, and Go. Right? I I thought yeah, and Go. I guess Go, but yeah, yeah. I it, it would be interesting to see if they can put all this stuff into a Nintendo Switch. The console would have it has to be bigger. I think the console just has to be to put all right. this stuff and programming into it. Right. And the 1080p in handheld mode is interesting, too, because I think it's... I don't remember if it was 540, but it's definitely lower than what it is dot. Yeah. Yeah, which, make, which makes sense. It's, it's, it's handheld, so it makes sense. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I just think that all this stuff is very interesting, and it's heavily speculated it's coming out this year. I still don't know if it is coming out this year because the Switch is still selling like crazy, like the, just yeah. the regular one, so... I'm not sure if you're ready to pump out a new one just yet. 
and maybe they're holding off on it. Oh, excuse me, but <laughs> again, I'm not. I'm not sure if they need this right now. I'm not sure either because everywhere I look, it shows like the sales numbers are increasing across the board. Like it's it doesn't show any sign of, sign of slowing down or even you know plateauing at all. So I, I guess that should be reversed. It shows no sign of plateauing or even slowing down at all. Yeah, uh, you know, gotta grammar police myself if I do it to others. But yeah, I I mean I would not buy one because that seems like I a think lot. I of would. Money. I think you I would. think you'd buy a Switch Pro? I'd buy a Switch Pro. Wow, interesting. I would definitely buy a Switch Pro. I don't know. I'm I'm pinching my pennies on this one. I think because again, if I can play all the re- all the new games on my regular Switch anyway, I can just go into dock if I think that the yeah. handheld is too choppy or not high quality enough, and it, it serves me perfectly fine. So, uh, but I can under I can definitely understand the appeal uh, of a Switch Pro. Uh, I can understand the appeal more than I understood the appeal of the Switch Lite, even though now yeah. I even understand that appeal more. So, the, I feel like we'd have two solid like, what do we call them? Like alternative consoles or like upgrades? Yeah, I'd call it alternatives. Yeah, because we'll have two. I guess one's an alternative and one's an up, a straight upgrade. I guess. Yeah, it's but, it's like yeah, it's like the Xbox One, the Xbox One X, that that concept. Yeah, it's like we're. Uh, we'll have two new additions to the Switch like console family, and I think they'll both be pretty good. Because last time I checked, the the light isn't obviously selling as well as the regular Switch, but yeah, you know, still sold awesome. yeah. pretty well. So maybe it's just called Nintendo Switch Plus. Like that would just make sense too. That would also make sense. I mean, there's a lot of buzzwords that you could throw onto there for for upgraded Switch, but I don't know. I I wouldn't buy it, but I can definitely see why some people would. And I'm excited to see how many people do if it actually turns out to be real. Coming out this year, I guess I can't really scoff at the idea of anything coming out this year because the year just started, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of year to work with. Yeah, plenty. So, I guess we'll see. I'm if if we honestly, if we do get a direct on the fourth, I will eat all my words. Like that would be amazing. That would be amazing. But, God, if that leak is actually real, I would be crazy. absolutely through the my moon. Jaw, my draw my jaw would hit the floor immediately. Well, I'm just thinking for the Nintendo Switch Pro Plus Nova, whatever. Like that seems like a system that could run the like, game like Final Fantasy. Yeah, that right. seems like that seems like a system that could run some pretty good third party games. And Nintendo does have like I know we're on Final Fantasy right now, but it does have Square and Enix. Like they're good, they're they're buddies now because Cloud and Sephiroth are both in Smash. Enix. Yeah, I'm assuming we'll see something, maybe like games between the two. Like maybe just Final Fantasy's ported over later. Kingdom Hearts three. Kingdom, yeah, like maybe there's something like that. Like, like a new Kingdom Hearts game just came out. Melody's yeah. Memory, I think it's called. Yeah. But yeah, this system just seems like it's it could just run good and better games. Not saying that the Switch can't, but. There's a there's a drastic difference I think and that's why I ended up getting it because I think the library can expand a little bit just because of the just because the horsepower it has underneath it. Sure, yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, are we we're in agreement that any games that are coming out in the future are going to be able to be run on the original Switch anyway, right? So if they release Final Fantasy, it would have to be they would have to make it run on the regular Switch anyway if they were going to release it. Yeah, it's just. You know, the, the it's the little stuff like the frame drops, just how it looks, stuff like yeah, that. I, I guess, guess would, that I guess would be enhanced. Yeah, right, right, right. So, 
And who knows what it, what a beast the first party games might be like, like Breath of the Wild 2 and Metroid Prime 4. Like, we don't even know what that'll look like. That could be, like, the most impressive-looking game we've ever seen before. Yeah, when it's, the la- when it's the last game on the console in 2026, it'll be awesome. Yeah, when it's the last game in existence. <laughs> it's the final video the heat game. death of the universe, that game will finally come out. Sakurai will... Sakurai and Iwata and all of them will just climb out of their grave and just hold up a copy of Metroid Prime 4, and that'll be it. That, that'll be the end. Yeah, wow. but... Yeah, Switch Pro opens up a lot of opportunities, uh, as well as for previous games. Like, imagine Mario Odyssey running on a Switch Pro when it already runs, like, silky smooth, mm-hmm. to me anyway, on the on a regular. Yeah. And playing Breath of the Wild on a Switch Pro as well. Mm-hmm. A ton of games. I was about to say, games like that could really be even more jaw-dropping than they already are uh, with a, with hardware that upgraded. So That allows it, for sure. Again, I'm looking forward to seeing if the rumors are true. Uh no, I definitely need some Nintendo news coming my way. I feel like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm starving for it now. Yeah, I have that in my notes. Just fans are starving. Just give us uh, something. I don't know. I've, maybe I'm a needy. Maybe I'm the example of a needy fan who needs constant news coming out at all times. But it just feels like it's been a while. It, it's been a long time. I feel like so. That's all I have for Nintendo Switch Pro. As far as news for that, we'll obviously keep an eye on it because again, this is the speculated year that's coming out. So, right. Yeah. Higher than that. Not much else to report on that front. Tyler, you you have experienced a new a new Nintendo adventure. Uh, I, I suppose it's time. Yes. Yeah. So my brother has been spending his Christmas money like his life is in danger if he doesn't. He's just been like there's been new Legos coming in the house like twenty four seven all the time. Our tables are getting all cluttered up. It's a real menace to our to our way of life. Uh, but recently he has come home with a game that I originally uh, scoffed at. Uh, and we actually talked about it briefly on this, uh, on this podcast, on this podcast. Uh, but I have since watched him play it to great amusement and also played it myself with greater difficulty than expected. And I figured I'd, I'd talk about it. So, all right. My brother walks through the door from a Target trip with Ring Fit Adventure at his side. Japan's top five selling Switch game. Yeah, and he brings it right in and goes right like he goes for it. Like he, we have it. We have it. he brought up his Switch into the living room so he had space. Like he, he had all the bells and whistles, and honestly. It, it looked pretty fun. Like, I'm not going to lie. As soon, when I saw him do it, he was working up a sweat. He was, you know, do, going through the, the story mode and, you know, exploring all the other things that you could do. And uh, I thought it looked really fun. So today I, I popped it into my Switch to start a new save file on my, you know, on my own account. And I got to say, like, I, I originally didn't know if this game was really, like, you know, worth it. Uh, or if this game was really something that I would enjoy because I am a homebody gamer man. But, I mean, hell, I mean, my words, that this game is really fun. Like, I'm going to play it tomorrow, too. And it definitely gives you more of a workout than I thought it would. Were you sweating? Uh, I was I was getting there. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot today. I just did the first, like, world, which is only, like, three levels. Uh, but what's interesting about the game is that, like... You can tell the effort went into it to make it customizable to whoever's playing it. Mm-hmm. So my 
like my brother will enter in like how old he is, what weight he is, uh, what type of word workout he wants, like moderate, intense, extreme, or you know, beginner, whatever you want to do there. Uh, and the game will change itself to provide like a a workout that's more suited to him than say to me. Uh, for instance, there are actually like Pokemon style battles in the game. Turn-based uh, RPG? Kind of. Like, the game is kind of a combination of like an on-rails sort of platformer uh, as well as, you know, a, a turn-based battle thing. So in some levels, you will kind of be, you'll be stopped during your kind of run-through uh, to battle the, a monster that has been pop, that has popped up in the world. And you have to do exercises to attack them. So they're like you can you can choose which one you do. So it's like squats and or uh, overhead presses or knees to chest, things like that. And it'll all be kind of tracked by like how much you do with the ring con and the leg strap thing. What's interesting is that my brother, with his data entered in, when he would do say like uh, he did squats for his first attack against this monster. He only had to do 12 before it did all the damage that it was supposed to do. For me, when I tried it, I had to do almost double that. I had to do 22 squats before it did the damage that it did. So it does change uh, significantly depending on uh, what, you know, what settings you type in and, uh, you know, you, you as a person, your information as you as you type it in. Trying gamers fit. Yeah, no, it listen, it worked me harder than I thought it would ever uh before buying this game i it definitely uh caught me by surprise but it was actually really enjoyable and how's like the how's like the wheel like do you like that yeah i I like that it provides a lot of good resistance uh to you and it's you know you're not gonna break it like it's really well made and put together uh yeah my my arms and like they were sore i wasn't sweating but i was i was my limbs were getting tired uh it probably sounds silly to a lot of you that uh, a video game like hey, that is getting I'll knock until you try it. I know. I mean, compared to you, you this is probably compared to you, this is probably nothing. You could knock this out in like no time at all. Hey man, I I'd try it. You're like CrossFit and stuff, but yeah, I, you will have to come over and try it because I know we joked early on in this podcast that we got like so many views or whatever or plays yeah. that we'd buy Ring Fit Adventure, <laughs> and I was like, oh well, we didn't get it. I guess we'll never get it, and now. It's finally in my possession, and I'm surprisingly enjoying myself. Finally have the fit. uh, You don't have to do the adventure mode. Uh, It's also you can also just do regular workouts. You can build your own workouts. You can create a schedule of what of what workouts you want to do. You can play this uh, rhythm game side mode. There are Mario Party style workout mini games that you can play. Uh, How's the music? The music is really good. Like unironically, no cap. The music in this game is really good. Uh, no cap. What the fuck? Why did, why did I say that? Uh, uh, it's good. Like I, I feel silly for talking about this game because it seems like such a weird concept, but it's it's good. I'm enjoying myself, and I'm hoping that I don't know. It makes me feel better about myself. You know, good. maybe that's just the reason because that's the first time I've even done anything close to a workout in a while. So maybe. That's influencing my me talking about this game is that I actually feel good about myself because I've been, you know, throwing around a steering wheel for a few minutes during today. But 
it's interesting. Uh, I, I I don't know if I'd recommend it or not mm-hmm. because it's kind of pricey. But I don't know. I'll have to play it more before I provide a more definitive opinion on it. Uh, but so far, I'm I, I'm very much incentivized to go back to it, which is the big, which is you know a very big factor in you know exercise is wanting to go back and you know do it again and without uh, ever kind of losing the routine. So uh, hopefully, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll maybe. I'll get my gamer workout routine going for for many more months to come. But listen, you're home. There's some better to do. I was about to say I'm going to be home next uh, next semester, so maybe I'll use that chance to to get fit with Ring Fit Adventure for the Nintendo Switch. But it definitely sounds like an experience. Yeah. I, again, you're going to have to come over and try because I I need to see you try. So. Uh, I'll, I'll try. I'll try it. I'll try it. Uh, like with your like with your settings, I want to see how much it makes you do because you are literally a, a machine. So I want to see. I do want to. Yeah, it's like all right, you have to do fifty four squats. What the? <laughs> you have to do thirty seven overhead presses before you <laughs> this man. And now the wheel just it's, it's forty pounds now. <laughs> right, but yeah, also the uh, like the motion controls are like pinpoint accurate. The rumble as well provides some good uh, feedback for what you're doing, uh, and I can't believe I'm saying this. Like, there's there is a plot to this game. Oh my god! But it's one of those like it's so bad it's funny kind of things. And I think that was intentionally so because I feel like it's very self aware of what it is. Like it's such a ridiculous concept, but you know they make it silly, so it, so it kind of works. So. Yeah, that's Ring Fit Adventure. Not too much to say on it at the moment. Uh, you know, at least when compared to me, because I have a lot to say on literally any topic because I ramble on. But hey, uh, it works. Hopefully, as I uh, continue to, to play this game and steal it from my brother, uh, I will have more information to give you. Does guys. he like it? He. Dude, he loves like he he seems to like it. He he and I go both got to like the same level of progression, uh, but he seemed to like it. He seemed to uh, again incentivized to go back to it. Obviously, he has school now, so he may not be able to play it every day. Yeah, but I mean, hell, he was just super excited to plug to get it in the switch and start going. But he was also surprised at how hard it worked him. So uh, that's good. But yeah, hopefully, challenge. I was about to say, I feel like for us, this is a good, this is a good thing. Uh, hell, my mom has even uh, considered trying it. She's biting she the bullet. At, at my brother's request, so potentially many more uh, funny. A family uh, household savior. I was about to say, family household, uh, just bringing together uh, the, the fam in the pursuit of video game exercise. So Hey, it's something. We'll take it. I was about to say I can't really describe anything else than it's something. So, you know, what's, you know, what's funny about all this? Um, what's funny about all this? Nintendo Life just posted a soapbox about when the next direct's gonna be. Like literally two minutes ago. Oh my god. Well, what does it say? <sighs> Should I read it? Actually, I'm, I'm gonna read it in its entirety. Why not? So, Nintendo read- Life soapbox. When is the next big Nintendo Direct? Oh, does it really matter anymore? A soapbox oh. by Gavin Lane. 
again, like two minutes ago, it came out. All right, let's read it. <sighs> it's been 495 days since the last Nintendo Direct. A proper one, I mean. A large portion. Not a Direct Mini or a Partner Showcase or a Pokemon Direct or a 35th Anniversary Direct or a Diet Direct. No, I'm talking about a bona fide, sugar-loaded, fully caffeinated Nintendo Direct. A real mother of a blowout. <laughs> quite, the, quite the word use there from Gavin. Yeah, wow. This is... The last several years, Nintendo fans have returned to the grind after the holidays, and the rabid anticipation of the first Nintendo Direct of the year quickly takes hold. Prior to 2020, there have been at least three multi-Nintendo Directs every year for several years, including one for E3, so the expectation was entirely reasonable. There's an irresistible urge to survey what's mapped out on the gaming calendar, pick out our favorites, and start building a mental picture of purchases and trying and things to look forward to playing. I wonder what game I'll be playing at the end of the year. I totally get it. As one of those fans, it's something I've gotten used to. Something I've come to expect. Last year, we began speculating what a new Nintendo Direct presentation might hold after a bespoke Pokemon Direct spo- aired showing new games and the details of Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC. 2019, Nintendo kept us waiting until mid-February for a full fat Direct and followed that whopper with the reveal of an aforementioned pocket monster game in its own separate presentation. However, the Epic Direct presentation we were anxiously waiting for this time last year with new announcements from multiple series and developers never materialized due in no small part to the logistic headaches caused by a pandemic. The big directs disappear with smaller presentations peppered in their place. The longer and long-expected Mario 35th Anniversary Direct did eventually arrive in September and certainly delivered for Mario fans, but the flagship multi-title presentation? That's been AWOL since September 2019, which we've already alluded to, for nearly 500 days at the time of writing. The thing is, more than just a result of COVID-19, issuing a large for- larger format seems to be a sign of Nintendo's changing plans and evolving approach to announce its products. The pandemic has accelerated the evolution and, adopt- and adoption of so many products and services over the last 12 months, from online shopping to streaming service- streaming subscriptions, digital downloads to video co- video conferencing apps, and more than ever, companies need to stay nimble. Things can change, even at the best of times, and the damage of announcing a date, then de- then announcing a delay, and another, and another, is easily avoided by playing your cards close to your chest. Look at what happened to Metroid Prime 4. Following a complete restart and dev team change, new and returning custodians, Retro Studios, are still hiring for key positions on a, on a project first announced, what, three and a half years ago now? Yeah, three and a half years ago now. Probably still looking for a protector. That number can't be fucking real, yeah, right. dude. Yeah, I know. Uh, <sighs> take my sip. God, announcing, announcing, ga- announcing games before there's anything substantial to show invariably leads to frustrations for all parties, fans, developers, and platform holders alike. Frankly, I'm amazed that Hideki Kiyama, notorious for insta-blocking anybody <laughs> and everybody on Twitter, has managed to keep his temper in check and repeatedly deliver calm reassurance over the last couple of years that the development of Bayonetta 3 is going well, despite its continued absence from release schedules. Maybe I'm too trusting. We've seen we've seen absolutely nothing of the game, not even a slick cinematic. I'm content to just let Platinum get on with it and show me when it's ready. I've got plenty of other games to be getting on with. While direct presentations are still convenient and effective way for Nintendo to get information out, the company's president, Shuntaro Furukawa, I think I said that right, has said Fur- that time yeah. yeah, has said that times change and so does the most effective way to promote products. So there's a chance that a new, better way to present this information comes about. It doesn't take a genius to look at the plethora of shorter presentations often game-specific, we've seen over the past 18 months. Some signaling delays are hours in advance, others shadow drop with little or no warning, and see a new, better way already in action. No, we're unlikely to get further word on Breath of the Wild 2 by pre- presented by via E.G. Anuma in a TikTok, but more frequent, smaller announcements are more easily digested on social media and by a larger audience than a 45-minute YouTube video. When Nintendo-sized, large formats arguably offer diminishing returns when it comes to exposure. There's another question worth pondering. 
What would make for a satisfying proper direct for hardcore Nintendo followers like me, and me and you, who would love to watch and dissect a 45 to 60 minute epic? A solid hour of new announcements and updates would do with maybe 20 reveals. But is that a reasonable expectation for a single company, however well it's doing? The answer is no. Do PlayStation fans expect that sort of output from Sony and its studios? Also no. Huh. Oddly, the last presentation I watched delivered a sliver of the old-fashioned proper and direct style magic was Sony's PS5 price reveal last year. That's not to say I haven't enjoyed what Nintendo has been putting on. The August 2020 Indie World Showcase was one of the highlights of the year for me. But Sony went old school with the showcase in a way that appealed to my game lizard brain. Of course, that was the presentation of an entirely new platform. The company pulled out all the stops. It's unrealistic to expect three or four of those every year, especially in the current situation. From Nintendo's current current perspective, though, you could argue that it doesn't need those huge showcases presentations anymore. All evidence indicates that they're getting on just fine without them. Both Paper Mario the Origami King and Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity launched only a couple months after their first reveals and bespoke smaller announcements. The former is, fast, is the fastest-selling entry in the Paper Mario series, while the latter became the best-selling Dynasty Warriors game ever. Elsewhere, Animal Crossing New Horizons steamrolled 2020 to such an extent that Nintendo made it look like it wasn't even trying. <laughs> Uncouth as to its embed one tweet in this article, you'll forgive me, it illustrates my point. And the tweet is this. Microsoft, Game Pass, 4K, and all teraflops. Sony, weird-ass styling, 120 frames per second, and dual sense tingling. Nintendo, and it's a tweet from Nintendo UK. By the way, you can sit on down on the ground now on Animal Crossing New Horizons. the fact the fact is that business the fact is that business wise nintendo's had a pretty spectacular 2020 bandy standard and a near miraculous one given the circumstances when games and hardware are flying off the shelves at such a rate why bother creating and coordinating the elaborate international release of a big direct event it's more trouble than it's worth ultimately it's only really hardcore fans who want that big e3 style hit personally i've been trying to come up with the online hype and hastily assembled seasons of online presentations in summer 2020. I miss the focus that E3 brings, even if the event itself isn't exactly what I'm looking forward to from a game expo these days. Still, when it comes to Nintendo, I've gotten used to this unpredictable cadence of smaller announcements and not knowing what's coming for the next six months or a year from now. In fact, I kind of like it. Don't get me wrong, I'd still get excited were a tweet to drop with news of the exact presentation I've spent a bunch of words above saying had its day, but I'm also content to be kept on my toes. What will I be playing holiday 2021? Oh, something damn good, I'd wager. Not really fussed what. We've got we've got more pressing things to worry about, no? So when's the next honest to good four corpse proper direct? Honestly, right now I couldn't care less. Again, that was by Gavin Lane of Nintendo Life. And he makes a lot of good points, I think. He does. The shorter how he talks about, you know, shorter presentations that are more focused on one or two games or, you know, you know, an indie world direct that is focused on a lot of small games uh, that is more easily digestible, uh, you know, on social media and to the casual audience, uh, seeing as how it's shorter and we are monkeys and we have shortest tension spans. Correct. Uh, so he does make a good point there where, and I guess I didn't really realize in full how much work could actually need to go in to make a big direct like that. Because there are a lot of companies that you need to like, consult with you need to make videos you need to make clips of all these games and what what progress they're on uh and you need to do all that by one deadline for one huge video and you need to edit all that together as well and narrate that and get all the subtitling in as well so i feel like you might be right that you and him might be right the age of the big ass directs might actually be over and it seems like they may be experimenting with their new type of 
of sort of more focused game specific directs uh, from now on. So he does. I, I, I honestly, I feel like I, I'd be fine either way, to be honest. I think so too. And I think the point he's really trying to harp down on is like social media is such a like rapid fire environment. Yeah. And not everyone really cares to watch a 45 minute direct because you can get all the information in the direct on a 280 tweet, like 280 word tweet. So, yeah, I do get his point, And I do think that he raises a lot of good ones in that, you know, when Nintendo directs kicked off, like there wasn't anything like it. So that's why it was so like big and huge. Yeah. Now, I do say I do still think there is a chance that like at events like E3, we can get 45 minute directs because it's. It's literally like, what are you doing for the, the rest of this year and beyond? Yeah. But in times like this, like the dog days of January, February, March, you can name whatever month. Like maybe we do just get little 10 minute, 12 minute presentations of, you know, just a- announcing the games. And Hyrule Warriors, as far as I remember, they would drop like a video like once every three weeks, just like showing what the game has to offer, what you would normally show in a big one presentation. But mm-hmm. that style seemed to work pretty well for them. Because it is the fastest-selling and best-selling Dynasty Warriors game ever. But, right. yeah, maybe that's just the direction they take. And I'm fine with that. As long as I get... I don't care how I get my gaming news, to be completely honest. I just want to get it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, yeah. I think he, Miss Mr. Lane here brings up a lot of good points that I think could really lead many fans to believe that just the traditional Nintendo Direct is uh, dead. Deceased. Yeah, makes, makes some good points that I hadn't thought about before. A very good article. Uh... Huh. I mean, I mean, I guess we're lucky because we're gonna have. I, assuming that thirty Zelda thirty fifth is going to be as big as we think it is, mm-hmm. we're probably gonna get another big, relatively big uh, presentation by the good old Nintendo people uh, here soon. Uh, another thing that I just realized that we could get, and is probably a reason why we haven't gotten yet, gotten it yet, is Hyrule Warriors DLC. Yeah. Like, that could be something that could easily be put into this, into Zelda 35. It could. It definitely could. So, I feel like, you know, we're we're closing in on on some new Nintendo news that should keep us satiated for a little bit, at least for all our Zelda fans uh, out there. So, yeah. So, the Nintendo Mario Bros. 35th was 16 minutes long. That's how long the Direct was. And... Three minutes of that was a tribute video. So it was really 13 minutes long. Oh my god, it was only 16 minutes? Yeah. I didn't even realize that. It's Mario, dude. It's their biggest name. I mean, I get, they did rapid fire through a lot of it, to be fair. Yeah, they did. Yeah, the merch was flying by. That's all 35, the Mario 35 was flying by. Or mm-hmm. uh, Sorry, the, the Battle Royale game was flying by, as well as... I don't think they focused too hard on the Mario Kart uh, home right. tour thing either, so... It was just a lot of rapid-fire information. But again, I games th- like that got later announcements, like later videos dedicated to them. Yeah. I, I think Mario World and Bowser's Fury was in there as well, a little bit, right? A small tidbit, yeah. A small tidbit. So I don't know if they'll do the same thing with Zelda, because I feel like Zelda, you kind of need to slow down a bit for it. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. They, For all I know, they could be bombastic balls to the wall. I'd expect like 20 at the max for Zelda. 20 would be good, yeah. I mean, depending on how much content they have, who knows? It, we're, you know, we're kind of operating under the assumption that they will, they'll have the exact same amount of content for both Mario and Zelda 35. So, mm-hmm. 
Uh, but we could be totally wrong about that. So, <sighs> lots to look forward to, lots to speculate, lots to wonder. Lots to look forward to, and lots to be disappointed by. <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> don't do don't put the don't put that in the viewer in the listeners' heads, Colby. Listen, we should, listen, lots to be excited for too, but uh, just as much to be disappointed by. Very true. I mean, I suppose we'll see because part of me feels like even though there's out of thirty five this year, there's a slight chance that we will still get zero information on Breath of the Wild too until next year for some reason. Uh, yeah, it's very possible. Yeah, I feel like that's still a possibility. We have. The only thing we can do is wait now. Yeah, unfortunately. He's Luckily, right. we do have some good games coming down the pipeline. Mario, mm-hmm. uh, Super Mario 3D World's coming soon. Uh, definitely going to pick that up. Monster Hunter Rise is going to be the month after that. Definitely going to pick that up, obviously. And then, who knows beyond that? Bravely Default 2 is coming out. Uh, yeah, we we, sus- we suspect something of the Zelda 35 variation. So, yeah, so. there's a lot to look forward to in the early months here. So, that's good news. Yeah, so Nintendo's done a good job of pacing out their releases. They got some big hitters coming down uh, to keep us tied tied over with the lack of constant news. So, assuming Zelda 35 is coming soon, we don't have long to wait, I don't think, if they are doing it in the month that Mario's came out in the month, like the exact month, right? Two weeks later. Two weeks later. Two weeks later, okay, so... Could be in the same month, uh, maybe March, if I yeah you know, but I, I guess there's nothing really left for me to say unless until there's nothing left for me to say except that we'll see. And that's where we'll leave off for this episode of the Switch It Up podcast. I don't know why the episode is so exhausting. <laughs> I, a lot of reading, but yeah. All the links down below you can use to get in contact with the page, Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, our personal accounts, whatever you want to do. Get in contact with us. We'd love to talk to you guys about whatever you, you want to talk about. Would you guys think of the Monster Rise demo? Monster Hunter Rise demo? Would you guys think of... Would you like a Switch Pro this year? Would you not? Would you buy one? Obviously, Tyler and I are on different sides there. Yeah. But, yeah, is there ever going to be a Nintendo Direct again? I think it's a good point. Uh, Mr. Gavin thinks no, but... <laughs> Uh, will you buy Ring Fit Adventure? <laughs> will you buy Ring Fit Adventure if you haven't already? <laughs> so, lots of stuff that we can talk to you guys about, and we'd love to get in contact with you. Use the use the links down below to do that. But other than that, I'm Colby. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, have a good one, gamers. We'll see you next week.